I'll make you cry. I do have one idea, but you should see it a second time before I float that by you. So, all right, and I will dismantle that idea <laughs> and tell you why it's wrong. But why? Because I got it. That's what I do. That's how I live my life. I don't think so. Yeah, I like to crush other people's creativity with my own. <laughs> like a tidal wave. It's a weird choice. <laughs> I got something for you. No, go do it. Let's look at my little list. Do it now. You watching Cobra Kai season three? No. Oh. Season four. Is it? Oh shit! It's four. Yeah, yeah. It's not three. No, it's I'm four. Yeah, it's fucking good, dude. Is it? I bet it is. <laughs> it looks good. It's just, it's just they. Ah, man, they, they just know it. exactly what they're doing. They get it a hundred percent. It's yeah. so crazy. No, I haven't to haven't watch other shows, that. not do it, and then just watch Cobra Kai, just <laughs> do it, just knocking home runs every mm-hmm. fucking five minutes. You're like, how? Mm-hmm. See, it's not that hard. <laughs> Hitting dingers. <laughs> This is what it looks like. Yeah, no, I haven't caught up on that. I haven't uh, caught up on Witcher. That's yeah, me out. neither. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, I'm Witcher, doing Cobra, and there's at least one other thing that's out. <clears throat> Show-wise, I thought. Oh, I finished uh, Masters of the Universe, Revelation. I haven't seen it yet. So keep your opinion. You want me to ruin that for you or what? No. God damn it. I plan to get around to it. Oh, okay. I'm doing other stuff. You finished Vikings yet? Holy shit. You forgot. You're even watching that. I did. You're an embarrassment. I had time for one show and Master MO2 was the thing. You had time to finish the show you already started, <laughs> sir. Uh, well, I mean, as you're well aware, Vikings is like 45 minutes. Master of the Universe is like 25. So, yeah, I don't want my life like a decrease that. on the time expended per uh, ep. I don't care about that. Well, I'm sure you don't. You just watch the show. You know, when one is pressed for time, this matters. I'm very pressed for time. Well, and yet. (laughs) I mean, clearly not that pressed. (laughs) Pressed enough. It's about priorities. You know what I mean? You got the time. Just how you want to spend it. Yeah. And I I said, I have this much time. my answer. Well, fair enough. Not He-Man. Ed Brubaker. Did you hear this? Eddie Brubaker. He's working on the Batman animated series. I did see that. Yeah. HBO. Good for him. It's interesting. I hope it's cool, but it's cool that they're tagging somebody that's like, clearly his bread and butter is like noir crime stories. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm. don't do that. Okay. <laughs> do something else. And then have somebody else. And, like, <laughs> and then it's always, we inject it with mad science-ry. <laughs> do something else altogether. Reinvent the wheel. Uh, Bruce Wayne is a, a humble orange seller. At a at a, a small market, mm. and uh, he he wants nope. to he wants to be a rice grower. Uh-uh. I don't That's like the that. whole show. I don't like that. You said you said different. <laughs> I said reinvent the wheel and do something good. He's gonna use wheels. <laughs> He's got wheels. He's gonna like cart stuff around, man. Man, man. Just de- man. just deconstruct everything. Oh my goodness! Just do something wild. Batman is a mantle that Bruce and Alfred share. They switch off. <laughs> mm. Alfred's very involved right now. <laughs> uh, Boom. I mean, I, you could. That wheel has been reinvented. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Red, his robot assistant. Nah, that sucks. I don't like that. <laughs> um, how about it's Batman. It's it's kind. It's like Batman Beyond. It doesn't call itself that. But it's older Bruce Wayne mentoring younger Bruce Wayne because he's created a bridge through time. Okay. And he's going to mentor his younger self in order to change history and erase himself. No. Yeah. Because he beats crime. He defeats death. And he doesn't like it. So he wants to put Bruce back on the path to not transcending. 
How about how does about that work for you? No, I don't like that. How about uh-huh. <laughs> you know the Bruce Wayne and the Batman Beyond suit in the first five minutes of Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. like before he has his heart attack? Mm-hmm. Just go like five years before that. What old that? Bruce Wayne in a future tech suit? But it's not the twenty years later Batman Beyond era. It's the twenty years before that. That in between space. Well, that is. Mm. Do a show right in there. Nah, I mean you could. He's fifty-five. We he's gotta got do more stuff, stuff, but sure, that could work. But the you know, all the future stuff, it's still like twenty years behind that. We don't get like the neo noir look because it's like not white. It's like the very beginning yet. of that. Yeah, and the Batmobile is still a car; it doesn't fly. <laughs> it's just a weird connective space. And then to see what else he's got going on, like where's where's Dick Grayson? Where's, uh, I mean, yeah. Know, where's everybody else? What are they doing? I've and like to make that, it a, I guess. a family. Like towards the end of that era, and like mm. Bruce isn't willing to let it go, but everybody else is telling him it's time to retire, and he's like, "I'll retire when I drop." <laughs> it's like a weird downer you know of a show. Drop, yeah, no, just like the Twilight, you know, at the end of of that. Batman, Twilight of the Gods. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down. I don't. It doesn't strike me as something Bruce Tim's interested in doing, but well, he's wrong. I'm right. He doesn't have to be the guy. <laughs> Somebody else could do it. <laughs> If you're doing a sequel to Batman animated series, uh, it's not Batman Beyond because that's the ultimate sequel. It's like we're doing somewhere in between. Uh, we're going to do it right there. The first good. season is him building that Batman Beyond I like suit. beef it up with a little more like Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller-y. Sure. What he was doing before he built the super suit where he can go invisible and fly and stuff like before the Batman Beyond suit. Oh, you want to do before right the before suit. that. So he's he's building that suit. He's like, I'm getting too old to keep up. So like I'm working on a prototype. <laughs> so like by, season, by end of season three, he's the suit's made starts, wearable. Yeah, he starts wearing it, something like that. He starts testing it. But like before that, it's all build up. It's all just a slow burn to yeah. the suit. He's oh, working okay. on the tech. I'm weirdly more interested now. <laughs> I thought you meant, I thought you wanted him in the suit the whole time. I just changed my mind while we were talking. I was like, back up a little bit because you don't need to start there. Like, let me see him build that suit. He's like, I'm going to have it go invisible. It's got these wings and like jets on the feet. Hey, Bruce, you think maybe you should give it up? And they're like, maybe it's time to retire if you need all this stuff. And he's like, I'm just trying to keep up, man. Escalation. You know. You get it. I got got some schematics for a flying Batmobile. And they're like, when are you ever going to need that? Flying cars. Get out of here. He's like, probably 20 years from now. <laughs> I see I see a future with a kid and a radioactive man. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That'd be a cool, weird, like you didn't tell stories in here. No. And it's a sequel. Yeah, but it's not Batman Beyond. Cool. And do some cool shit and introduce some other stuff. We're like, that wasn't true before, but you're making it true. Like Damian Wayne is here. He's a character. It's like, why was he never mentioned oh, in Batman be... Beyond? Because <laughs> shut up. He didn't talk about a lot of stuff in Batman up. Beyond. Because he left on bad circumstances. All right. Don't worry it's, about it. It's Ahsoka Tano. Like, why is she not in the third movie? Because we got her off the board. Because <laughs> who cares? We sent Damien away. <laughs> Do you like this show or not? <laughs> he went to space. <laughs> you like that shit? Watch Damien on Mars. Do Coming it. to CBS Thursdays at 8. <laughs> Ain't nobody want that. Uh, all right. Damien on Saturn. Just saying, do some cool stuff. Could do that's that's where we're at. All right. That's down. the backdrop. You hear about this Scott Pilgrim anime? Yeah. Netflix? Uh I'm pretty sure. It's a good idea. Yeah, right? Yeah. Do it. Makes sense. Oh, hundred percent work if you don't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> Just That's usually how just, it works. Just don't beef it. Like, well, yeah. you know, come on. You know, there's plenty of things that are broken at the concept level, but like, this is just, just do exactly what you're supposed to, guys. Mm-hmm. Don't beef it. <laughs> don't beef it. Cobra Kai it instead. Exactly. Cobra Kai this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm excited, man. That should be dope. Yeah. Will I watch it? Will I watch it? I will watch it. Mm. I will definitely watch no, it. No, I will finish my commitment to Vikings. <laughs> I will watch all the things I'm supposed to watch that I'm behind on. I mean, look, I will remember my commitment to watch Vikings. Well, you might as well start over. As soon as I watch the rest of Cobra Kai. No. And then I will pick back up. I don't need to start over. It's not that long ago. <laughs> I remember. I know what's going on. The disrespect. Oh, my goodness. Look, I would love to have more time allotted to TV stuff. It's not happening right now. Well, 
And shame your ancestors. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> Did you hear Peter Bogdanovich, Sidney Poitier, and Bob Saget all dead? Yeah, separately, unrelated <laughs> to each other. They shouldn't have gone. They shouldn't have flown on that plane huh. together. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's weird. Yeah, it's a bummer. I don't think not none of them are COVID related. I don't think right. Sydney wasn't COVID, right? No, no, there's no, no reason to think that Peter or Bob Saget were COVID. I didn't look into any of their their passings. I don't think Sydney. Sydney was just old. He was pretty old. I mean, I guess Peter was also old, but yeah. It's like, damn, Betty White, man. Betty White died, too. Well, that's true. That was a little while ago. Yeah. Don't you leave her off the list. I'm just saying. It wasn't like four minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. You want to drink to these people? Let's fucking drink, man. Let's do it. To all of them, especially Betty White. Boom. What else we got going on? The uh, president of Square Enix. What? Folks who make Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, amongst other things. Okay. He's talking about like NFTs and how they want to bring tokenomics to their games and shit moving forward. Like, tokenomics? Token economics? Yeah. Yep. You got it. You know, like uh, digital currencies of some type based on the gameplay and stuff. Right, right. And like he didn't say play to earn, but people pointed out that like what he was saying would inevitably end up in play to earn. Okay. You know, that he's like, you know, there's people who play just to, for the enjoyment and then there's people who play to contribute. And <laughs> if we introduce tokenomics like things, then like we'll have, there'll be an explicit ex incentive for these folks to contribute versus just their zeal for an IP or for just contributing and volunteering to something cool that they like for a while and then that'll burn out eventually. But if you ex you know explicitly incentivize that behavior and activity, then mm -hmm. you'll have possibly more longevity in your games because there'll be more reason for people to actively, you know, like you have MMOs that like rise and fall after five years or less because like mm -hmm. a lot of people play it first and then they just fucking ghost ghost town and then when there's nobody playing the game then there are a few people who jump in because when they jump in there's nothing here mm -hmm. and this is a way to like incentivize that to not happen as much because mm -hmm. they'll be like you're basically getting paid to play but that only works if the function like the token in your tokenomics is actually worth something yeah in some context and like if it's only useful in the game then the game itself needs to still be like relevant and popular and something people care about achieving things in or you know, exchange your virtual currency for weapons or skins or whatever. Mm -hmm. That only makes sense in a world where people care about the game. But if they stop caring about the game, then your 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 dollars quote quote just became worth nothing, basically. Mm. Unless there's some sort of you know, yeah, crypto e currency that you could you could take out of the game realm and into you know, like if it was like the game itself lived on the Ethereum blockchain, then you could take it out of your game schneepsville and then like go use it somewhere else like like exchanging your dollars for francs euros but then there'd have to be exchange rates and then if that happened like again if your game's dead then it might be worth shit like <laughs> how do you know your game's dead because nobody's playing it man yeah but like what's the threshold uh, I want to slice legs versus like this game's dead like, 14 guys playing it 14 units 14 beeps. That's a lot of beeps. No. No, it's not That's enough small beeps, beeps, Kevin. Viacom, CBS, and Warner Media looking to sell C-dubs? Yeah, what's that about? Let's dig into this. Oh, man, I don't know much other than that. Let's philosophically <laughs> dig into this. What are they doing? Why would they do this? Uh, I think a joint venture that owns the CW. Well, that's probably the problem, right? That it's a joint venture. Just like people know. exiting Hulu. They're like, we want to go to our own camp where we control everything. Fuck this partnership shit. Well, it's a big, it's a big problem. Let me tell you why. Okay. One, number one. Mm. Top of the list. I don't like it. <laughs> number two. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, it's my understanding. Because I'm a businessman, right? I know about business. Mm -hmm. Not really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or do um, I? The, the CW makes a lot of their money by 
by kind of auctioning off all of their streaming rights to different stuff, like how all the all the DC CW shows like Flash and Arrow and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. it was on Netflix. They made that sweet Netflix deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that's where they were making a lot of their money, okay. not from ad dollars of people watching because they don't have the viewership as, you know, like a like an ABC or a CBS. So or straight the sales money from Netflix, not the ad money off Basically. the original airing. Yeah. Selling it off to other streamers who needed content that they know have strong fan bases and stuff. So, so the problem now is that Netflix and everybody doesn't really want to buy it as much anymore because they got their own shit. Or whatever this deal is, it's kind of like, hey man, we're trying to consolidate this so that we can put all of these shows like onto HBO Max under this DC banner. Well, okay, but and then the CW as a network is like, whoa. If those shows can be sold <laughs> off to be on other streamers, if we're putting it on this streamer, we're just paying us. We're not making any money anymore. Much of anything, yeah. You're, you're cannibalizing our. Well, readers. unless unless it's reformulated from a, you know, like their uh, business, <laughs> their business stuff Maybe. gets rearranged. You know, like their yeah, their cost, <laughs> the budget for the show now goes into the HBO Max bucket no, instead yeah, of whatever it was before. Swallowed up by HBO. Then Max. you could maybe keep going. If HBO Max has any interest in making CW type shows, does HBO Max want to do that's Riverdale? Fair question. They probably don't, right? Things like that. They want to do more shit. Like if they're going to do DC crap, we're going to do more of the adult edge stuff that seems to be working, like Titans and, and Doom Patrol. Maybe, or just I'm not sure exactly how the deal with CW works because like a lot of it's not. I don't know if HBO Max would yeah would be interested in in doing shows that aren't. Like the DC superhero stuff. That's only like half of what the CW does. The other shows. Sure. Like does HBO Max give a crap about that or whatever this deal is? Of like, I don't think American HBO Max knows or... what the hell their target audience is exactly. So I don't know. Yet. That's just kind of like this deal's getting made and it's cannibalizing their profitability. You're going to eat our entire business model. <laughs> and it's like, is the CW just going to not exist anymore? Is it just uh... going to go away or is it going to radically turn into something else? Maybe. We're like... so. That I mean, the WB shop. was a thing, UPN was a thing, and then it turned into something mm-hmm. yeah, at least like significantly UPN different. UPN, as it was, got cannibalized, and like mm-hmm. UPN doesn't exist anymore. It kind of got swallowed up into the WB-esque thing that's now called the CW. Yeah. So, like, if... But it's, you know, I mean, just shows that are on CW were like, that's a dope show. It was like, hey, the merger just uh, killed it. It's canceled. Yeah. I really hope Lois... Where, where's Lois and Clark on? Or Lois and <sighs> Superman? It's, it's, uh, it's on CW. Uh, yeah, Superman and Lois. Sure. Yeah, that could easily move to HBO Max. That would fit right in. Yeah. It's more like a show like, like Legacies or something. Like, where's that going to go? <laughs> what are you going well, to do with that? Where's Riverdale going? I don't know, it's HBO Max. We don't want that. <laughs> so it was just canceled? Where are they going? I mean, I have. Where are they going? I heard from several people who were watching Riverdale that they, whatever they did in four or something, <laughs> yeah, whatever I've, time jump happened. I've never really seen Riverdale. I've only seen like the first season. The few people I have who have talked to me, they're like, nah. <laughs> it's like, whatever you did with this time jump idea, it, it apparently was not what, what a bunch of the audience cared to see. They didn't like it because like yeah. they tried to leave high school or something and like. Archie Comics is high school, so like they're all like 28, and like Archie's a stockbroker or something. I don't think that's the problem. I think it boils down to they just made radical change in the character's demeanor and like being, okay. and and justified that shift by saying five-ish years or something have gone by. Okay. But then like you have a bunch of the audience going like, one, I don't like this new version of them and okay. two i wasn't there for the progression so i don't give a fuck i don't feel like it's yeah. justified on they're an emotional not, level they're not filling it in or something like flashbacks uh, that, that i don't know i mean maybe <clears throat> i didn't get that deep in the weeds with them but mm. it's like oh they just like changed everyone radically and you weren't there for it and like what they changed them to sucks so i stopped watching <laughs> and it was like ooh, mm-hmm. well that's not good well they ran out of shit to do with the other stuff, like, oh, we got this is the only move. We're gonna change everything and reset the board. You probably lose a lot of people. Yeah, right. You're like, we're like, I liked the first too version. Much. I don't like this new version, yeah. especially if you didn't earn it or show how we got there. 
Yeah, my impression is that, yeah, it's not like, oh, this was clearly foreshadowed. I get to skip to the interesting part of it. It's like, no, they no, just, they, they're making shit up. They did radical shifts. You're like, what? Five years later, Archie's in jail and nobody's talking about why. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to need to know why he's in jail. Or like, he's in jail and he's like <laughs> radically, like embittered and angry all the time. Like, what? Who is this guy? Yeah. Like, uh, it's him after five years in jail. Yeah, but I wasn't there. So I don't, this is nothing like him. I'll, I like to put my peepers on it at some point and watch that show just to see if it works. Yeah. See what you did. I like it when shows don't run out of things uh, creatively, but when they feel the need to like for speed, we we gotta we gotta change everything. You know, you get to one of those points where like we've ran out of things to say, but the show is still on, and we have two more seasons already ordered. And uh, what the hell are we gonna do? I'm excited for like what that. the end of five of Cobra Kai brings, given that they've already apparently shot five. Uh huh. And did four and five, like, basically together almost. Like, they were ordered at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's, that. I mean, right? They've got to come to the end of five and go, okay, we got to we gotta switch some shit up pretty hard here. We're, yeah. This is five seasons in. Like, maybe that's the finale. And they're like, we're not sure if we're going to get another deal oh, for two more years kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, Give it's, like a, it's a seven, soft man. ending in case this is it. Nobody, mm. everybody hated four. And then five limps along. And, and so Netflix far, I dig the shit out of it. You're so. all done. Yeah, Netflix has been doing that thing where, like, oh, most true. shows don't go that long. Yeah, that's right. So, Cobra Kai. But does say, it count? Because Netflix didn't really directly pay for seasons one or two. <laughs> so, this is really their I two seasons in. I don't know if they're even still doing that. Just a general <laughs> strategy of, like, every show should be, like, three seasons. That's that's when they peak and they run the hottest. Go out on top. Go out and start new shows. Yeah, that's what we want. The we talent's want the cheapest, and the eyeballs are the most. Nobody cares about shows past season three, yeah. that's not, except for a couple. Although, right, there's got to be an easy argument that may or may not be true, but <laughs> that you could build off the back of like, yes, but if you don't go longer than three, like the, the advantage of going past three is that you build that like long-term fandom mm-hmm. that off the back of that, you can make more money in the medium to long-term. Mm-hmm. off merch or a reboot that people actually honestly care about rather than like, oh yeah, I vaguely remember that show. I feel like they might be saving it as like an upper echelon of success. Like if you want to, <laughs> if you want to get more than three seasons, fucking merit badge. you have to be something that was such a huge extraordinary. Like orange is the new black ran for like seven years. Oh, that's true. And they did. I, House I, that was them. Yeah. House cards. I like, those are like the shows. But those were that early. Started. That was early those before early Netflix decided yeah. on the three. Th- that may be before the data was in on the whole three season. Thing. Possibly. But if they're saving it, we're like, you got to be such a big deal. Like a stranger uh, things. Mm. We got to earn it. You want to go past three? You got to earn it, man. And yeah, what's coming at season four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's four? I think so. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. God damn. I'm only two episodes into Cobra Kai, and I'm just like, God damn. <laughs> so good. So do you like it? Or I can love I this show, God uh... damn it. <laughs> just so many moves. You're like, ah, of course that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe that's not even real anymore. They just did that for a few years and talked about it. And they're like, we don't do that anymore. We just let shows, based on the numbers, we keep it going. Hmm. If you're successful, you get another season. If your numbers are going down, we're gonna take it one one season at a time, yeah. Chief. Like we—that's what we do. If your numbers go down from last year, then you're flushed. We're gonna start to look to cancel you. But if it keeps going up steadily or, or maintains, then we'll just keep going. Right, right, right. Something like that. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. Like Witcher, I think Witcher's numbers for season two were like way bigger than the first season. <laughs> oh, cool. All right, so good. It's going up. I think reviews were stronger and stuff, you know. Like oh, season good. two is better, and it's reflected in the numbers. So cool. I like, think everybody just watched season one and enjoyed it, so they're just seeing what two is. I'd be like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do more of this. I rewatched uh, Homecoming and Far From Home, Spidey. Yeah. Still yeah. haven't seen that third one yet. I know, me neither. It was in Preparation. Was what? Preparation. Oh, that is so crazy. That sounded like a type of meatball. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? You said it, sir. That's right. 
Yeah, you prepared, and then uh, well, Julia hadn't seen him. So who's that? That's my girlfriend. Got girlfriend since when? (laughs) (laughs) What? Waka waka waka. What? Yeah, I gotta get my off my ass. I mean, there's a bunch of movies I haven't seen that I should have by now, and I haven't done it. Yeah, because that's previously stated. Vikings, like one versus done. What is it? Four hundred? Thousand? Yeah, Crazy Samurai. Yeah, what is it? Four hundred versus one. Four hundred versus one. There it is. Crazy Samurai is not part of the title. Uh, I don't think so. Is it? It's Maybe on, it is. It's right there on the front. Well, then it probably is part of the I was like, video. what's this movie called? Crazy Samurai 400 <laughs> versus 1. Fuck yeah! <laughs> one long ass fight scene. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I meant like other major theatrical releases, <laughs> like the new Fast and Furious that I have not seen. Oh, or, that's true. Yeah. Uh, other shit. We're like, how have you not is seen that, that on, movie yet? Is that shit on? No, that's not going to be hitting HBO. Where's that going to hit? Wow. It's like Paramount, right? Yeah, Paramount Plus. Uh, could go anywhere, right? It's on or no, it would go on Paramount Plus, yeah. It's on DVD and you can get it on Amazon. or uh, Yeah. Just, it's like, how have you not seen that yet? I just haven't, man. I just haven't, bro. And no spoilers or anything, so. Yeah. Shit, I got to see that too, yeah. Eternals, that comes out in a few days. I think yeah, we talked about this last time. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got stuff. I got stuff. You know, I'm doing things. <laughs> I'm doing things. I'm doing things. I'm doing stuff. I haven't been reading many books. No. Listening to that many podcasts or anything. Oh. So, you know, I got to not that much interesting stuff to say. <laughs> so. I just found out today that Uncle Bob's uh, coding books are on Audible. Who is Uncle Bob? Uncle Bob. I feel, I feel like I talked about him a long time ago on the podcast, no? I don't know. Let's ask the audience. <laughs> All the diehards out there. He's a All guy. The John McClane's. Bob, Uncle, his name is Robert Martin. He calls himself Uncle Bob. He's a, a software engineer who's been in the game since like the fucking sixties, seventies, something like that. So the game. So he's been doing it a long time. So he like and like and like he's he's a dude who cares. Yeah. And like really has been thinking about his craft the whole time. So sure. like he's the kind of guy nowadays who does like you know keynote speeches and shit about like the state of the industry and cool. where it's going and stuff and. He's written a bunch of books about, like, uh, clean code is what he hangs his hat on. Okay. He's like, you know, design it well the first time. You'll be able to add to it as time goes on Wait, rather than it being a shit he show. Is, he is the clean code guy? Yeah, he's he the clean code guy. That okay, that's his. Uh, his name's Uncle Bob. I believe he's the guy who started slash, at the very least, popularized it. I'm pretty sure he's the All one right, who well, started damn. talking that way, yeah. Man, what am I, some complebian? Just jump to the... He's, say he's the clean code he's, guy. All right, fair enough. He's the clean the code behind. guy. And he's the, he's the, he was, um, when they, when that team of people got, I think it was like a ski lodge or whatever, right? Got together to create <laughs> the Agile Manifesto. I like that you care where it was. <laughs> hey, like well, I think it was a ski lodge specifically. Well, in the space, it's like mythic. <laughs> you know, it's like the beginning of something that changed in industry for good or bad. It like ski lodge. It was the Agile Manifesto for Agile software development. And mm-hmm. like now people get like, you know, certified in Agile project management. And it's like a bunch of bullshit that's not that helpful. Like, it's attempting to be, but in practice, it sounds like it's not so much. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, a, you know, a bunch of principles on a list. He was one of the guys in the room who did that. He wasn't the only guy by any stretch, but... I hope not. He was one of them. Just talking to himself in a ski lodge? But he... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just trying to figure out, like, how do we do this? Because shit's getting so complex and projects are so big that, like, it can't live all in one one person's head. So, like, how do mm-hmm. we... How do you really do this as a functional group of people? And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that. But he, he's written, like, a bunch of books, and they've been sitting in my room for a while, and I haven't fucking read past the first two chapters. Uh-huh. And I was like, when am I going to do this? And then I was like, oh, my God, I never looked. Are these on Audible? <laughs> uh-huh. Can I just listen to these at 2x? Are there a bunch of code examples that'll be, like, crazy to listen to instead of look at? Mm-hmm. Turns out, maybe not, because there are audiobook versions of these... So I'm looking forward to crushing those. I'm not a fan. Of audiobooks. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We can all be wrong sometimes, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we can. Yes, we can. 
See, I'm making a face like implying he's the one who's wrong. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. But how would I know that? Ah, oh, listen to audio is terrible. <laughs> yeah, who listens to audio? It's dumb. All I can hear is your voice. I'm dumb. He's dumb. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what? Everybody's dumb sometimes. So that'd be cool. Yeah, this is a it's a podcast about all the things we haven't done. What well, is, I'll tell you something I am doing. You want to hear that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I think I told you this a while back. If I didn't, this will be out of nowhere. Uh, Jeffrey Martin. Who's that? A different Martin. <laughs> okay. Dr. Jeffrey Martin. He's the guy who's done like the Finders course and he's uh, written some books. He's the guy who's been researching enlightenment for like the past 10, 15 years. Finders course. Yeah. What, what is he finding? Like, you know, if you're seeking enlightenment oh, and you have find. found it, mm. is the wordplay. He's claiming he found it? Yeah. Yeah. Is he willing to share? Yeah. 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 Big time. He built a, a whole program. <laughs> well, he, what's he charging? He set out my second born. I don't, and it's not, it's no, it's, <laughs> it's not that expensive. Um, he, he wanted, he started out with the idea of building some sort of technology that would be able to like, you know, you put on your head mm-hmm. and we'd be able to zap the part of your brain and like take you from zero to enlightened with just like pushing a button. Like changing your, the brain waves. Uh, yeah, like, well, yeah, changing the functioning of your structural okay, brain. So he's not giving you a seizure when he's zapping your brain. He's not just like Hannibal Lecter stimulating a certain part. Well, kind of, yeah, but without pulling your skull off, like. Okay. I'm just saying, is he changing the brain waves? Like, when you meditate and you get really good at, like, changing these waves into those waves. Yeah. And he's doing that for you. Mm-hmm. Kind of no, like, you know, like more direct of, than that. Instead of doing crunches, you get one of those belts <laughs> that stimulates your abs. Sure. It's like one of those things. Mm, there's a connection metaphorically, I suppose, but no, I don't think. No. Well, the intent was to be able to stimulate your brain in a way that would like just flip a switch. And then they discovered that like, man, the structures we're trying to mess with are so deep in the brain that we can't do it precisely without fucking with shit on the way in. <laughs> like what with current technology like you're you know electrical like tcds or whatever or like magnetic and everything like you're just you're stimulating every layer of your brain mm. on the way to that part and that's not helpful because that's not what you're trying to target got it, got it. um ultrasound i think it's like transcranial ultrasound or some shit like that seems really uh promising but but he figured out somewhat early on that he's like shit the technology part isn't gonna it's not we're not there yet like especially consumer grade electronics that can do what we need it to do it's not going to work it might take another 10 years before like the sophistication and the tools the sensitivity and the price all come to where it needs to be okay so then he was like oh fuck my whole like project is dead (laughs) Mm -hmm. but but he'd been researching people who had like reached these states on their own yeah. And like doing incredible, incredibly long interviews. Now I think we did talk about this on the podcast. Did they all, this sounds familiar. I don't know. Did they all get together at a ski lodge? <laughs> and then like. Talk about software development. A couple of them fell in love. Uh-huh. And they hear these, like this other group mm. in a different part of the ski lodge. Getting real excited about their breakthroughs. <laughs> Some guy, Uncle Bob, is real excited. <laughs> I don't know how excited they were. <laughs> Just pounding on the wall. Tell them to keep it down over there. We nailed it, guys. This is going to revolutionize the industry. All right, well, we're failing over here. <laughs> Our tech's not going to work. It's killing people. No. We did talk like, about this a little bit. It wasn't on the podcast, though. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you didn't mention all this uh, This this part, though. This part? I didn't do this history? Okay. No. So, so he, like, he'd been studying people who claimed to be, like, enlightened in some way, in some tradition, in some whatever. So, he had a bunch of research or interviews at least, like a bunch of cognitive uh, tests that he had them fill out and da-da-da and to figure out like – and then but then asking them what they were like before they transitioned into this state that they're in nowadays, it's like, well, it's not very reliable information because for some of these people, it might have been 20 years before and they're like, uh-huh. I don't know. Here's my best guess. Like, <laughs> okay. And they're like, oh, man, it'd be so great to like have all of these like gold standard psych tests given to somebody before – during and after the transition. Right. But to do that, we would need to be able to reliably induce the transition. Okay. But nobody's been able to figure that out. Like, how do you reliably produce 
an awakening enlightenment experience in somebody like that's what the traditions of the world propose to do or like profess to do but but like you know only a tiny percentage of the followers tend to get there so like what's the we don't know the difference and da 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 so he spent the last like 10 15 years and looked at all his research and stuff and they were like well the tech isn't going to be there anytime soon uh, let's go back and look through and we did ask everybody who did get there in their life like what worked for you Mm-hmm. And then, and then we did have people that, that so like they just they just shift, sifted through the data, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like, "Here's all the commonalities." And like, I wonder if we put together a little training program where we put someone off the street through the like just sequentially try the things, and it's a bit of a matching problem, like what's going to work for you specifically versus mm-hmm. somebody else, you know? And but like we have say you know a collection of ten strategies. Yeah, you'll respond real well to number one. That guy for number three. If we only give you one, you'd spend your whole life like never getting there and be like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. But really, you just need three. That's all. Like da da da. So they did that, and they expected like they're gonna follow them for a year, and they'll figure you know at mm-hmm. some point maybe some of them will pop. And then instead, it was like people. Some people like two three days in, mm-hmm. boop, and they're like, what the fuck? And then like by the end of this three four days. month. Yeah, because it was just the right fit for that right person, and the okay. the practice itself is with the right person with the right match works. Mm-hmm. And and for seventy percent of their participants, uh, after the program was it's four months, and after the four months, seventy percent of them reached some version of enlightenment because there's like sort of a continuum. Seventy percent. Yeah, it's crazy high, and he was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Where does it get weird? Where's the twist? When do they get abducted by aliens um, or turned into a sex cult? <laughs> Well, what's his face? Stephen Greer, right? Seems to like I'm remote viewing alien spacecraft and visit, and asking them to visit, and then they do. And no, you're not. There's clearly some connection, right? But like assuming that's real, right? Like then, then which is a big thing, or a big if, but like there's some connection between like conscious attention and awareness and this crazy stuff and mm-hmm. enlightenment awakening experiences. Like mm-hmm. it's just what's the connection? Is the question mark? <laughs> What is the connection? But like this Jeffrey Martin guy was talking about how like, you know, once you get past, because he calls them locations, location one, two, three, and four are like the most common ones. Uh, Five and onward are like, you know, which each number you start getting like fewer and fewer people in the world they know of who've gotten to these places. Okay. And he's like, once you get past, I think it was past five. Once you get past five, you do get people who are claiming like very strange occurrences between like conscious attention and matter. Mm-hmm. And like, so they start claiming things like they can make things float or mm-hmm. they can, te- you know, be seen in two places at once, okay. you know, or like um, having premonitions of the future that come true. Weird shit right. like this. Right. Like right. fucking straight right. psychic powers. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, bro. So there's a connection, but it also seems like, but other people don't have like much of any of those things going on. And like other people who seem to be adept at some of this more para- parapsychology stuff aren't uh, enlightened people. So you're like, so they don't, it's almost like they travel together, but they're not the same thing. It's two things, not one thing, Mm. but one might enhance the other. Like maybe being in an awakened location helps with the psychic stuff, or maybe being more psychic adept helps you get to awakening. I don't know. Nobody's really talked about that direction. These these locations are kind of like, I'm going to make it a metaphor. Uh, (laughs) They're kind of like gears in a car. Like I'm in second gear mm. and you're in fifth gear. Um, that kind of works. It's, mm. I mean, they're called locations because he's trying not to be hierarchical about it. He's not trying to say that inherently like level one is less than level two or three or four. Like they're not inherently better mm. necessarily than each other. Okay. They're like fingers on a hand. Um, uh, that might be better. Yeah. Like, there is a kind of progression, like, but people sometimes do go from zero to four. And you're like, whoa, but they don't but tend four, to go past four. But four is a bigger number than zero. So you just yeah. made that a level. So, I mean, there is, yeah. Like, <laughs> there's zero, one, two, three. It's an four, imperfect like it attempt. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an attempt to, like, their locations, not levels, so that you can at least try. Because, like, it's really like, just what do you want to do with your life? Like, level. location three is more about like union with divine love where like the whole world feels like it's a conscious you know pan psychic aware thing and so you're like filled with this sort of satchitananda like like love compassion joy all at once and like that does sound like finger maybe like countries 
so, but if you were running a company, you might not want to be in that state all the time because you might not make the best choices to keep your company alive because you'll just give shit away. Sure. You're like, I love you, bro. <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> so if that's if your focus is you know that thing, then like maybe don't go to three right now. Mm. Maybe stick in two, or maybe go to four. Like, okay, yeah. Fingers. Kind of colors. Guess. It's blue. That's uh, right. Maybe. There's no hierarchy here. That might be better than different locations, but, but... <laughs> yeah. What if you? <laughs> locations but colors he's like the red location the blue location <laughs> name them after chakras or something good just trying to understand it's not like you ascend it's not a staircase like they're different places but at the same time you are more likely to get to the next number by being in the previous number so like there is a bit of a flow to it let's break it down all right <laughs> <laughs> it's just an attempt on his part to 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 lie to me to say you don't need to think of this as go as far as hard as you can, you can right away. Uh, There's an argument to be made that that's the only way I know. Maybe you stick it. around in number two. No, never. Not when there's a three. You know, <laughs> four is a space that apparently feels very um, um, not devoid of emotion, but like you're kind of like it's described as feeling very alien mm -hmm. because it's an intense, incredible amount of or a feeling, subjective like experience of freedom. Mm -hmm. that's like greater than anything you've ever experienced in your life. But it is coupled with this sense of like no real emotional reaction to the world anymore, mm -hmm. which can be worrying for some people when they're looking at like their three-year-old kid across the table at dinner and not feeling any parental love whatsoever. Yeah. And so that part of them is like, oh, that's weird. That's not good. <laughs> mm -hmm. So a lot of people are like, ah, I don't want to stay here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then they go back to three or maybe they go forward to five because there is when you get to five, it splits off into two branches, one that he's calling the branch of humanity and the other one is or the path of humanity versus the path of freedom. And the path of freedom is like you just keep just keep going down the freedom path to like more and more esoteric, more and more you feel like you have nothing really to talk about with other humans. So like you don't even give a fuck. And like the emotion thing is kind of in your rear view. Sounds great. So you just like retreat into a fucking cave somewhere and you just pursue the, you know, deepest forest reaches of conscious awareness. Mm -hmm. The humanity path seems more like the Bodhisattva thing and Buddhism where it's like you've, you've touched this great like enlightened mountain or like distance. And then you come back mm -hmm. and you deliberately reintegrate your emotional systems but like in a different way uh -huh. so it does so it feels more human again you so you go to four to go to five to the human thing to like reintegrate your emotional experiencing so you have that back but you didn't like retreat into location three uh -huh. anyway seems pretty cool seems like he's been mapping the fucking ways to enlightenment uh -huh. Something that other people have spent like 20, 30 years of their life and failing to get to. And it might have been something as simple as it just didn't match. You know, it's like listen to country music your whole life expecting to hear a sublime song. And really, you should have just listened to some rock and you would have mm -hmm. two minutes in been like, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you were so convinced country was the only way that you never even tried it another genre. Like anything else. Like you're just sure. doing it wrong. Like I'm trying to build this house. You're using the wrong material. It keeps falling over. You're using mud. Sure. It just kind of falls through your fingers. Like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you live in the desert. Yeah. But I saw somebody do it. I don't know how they did it. That was not in the desert, bro. I mean, if you're doing it right, the house would stand up. Yeah. If you're doing it right, you'd be enlightened. <laughs> Theoretically. <laughs> Like something a little more simple, like building a plane that flies, you know, like it flies or it doesn't. Enlightenment's a little slipperier. Yeah. Like, how do you know you're there? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. It man. seems pretty. How do you it, prove enlightenment? Like, you just ask, are you enlightened? And they're like, I'm something. <laughs> well, he's got a bunch of. I can't measure it. Gold stand. Well, he's tried. Like, and he seems to be satisfied with the ways in which he's been, you know, applying the idea of like tracking whether or not somebody is you think i could trick him i could lie to him i think it'd be pretty way. hard i feel like he's he's deliberately <laughs> kept stuff close to the vest so that you can't like find the quote correct answer to a question out there in the wild oh really but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean it's impossible 
This is a weird mission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just don't want the normal thing? I'm just... Like five different flavors of enlightenment? You don't I'm want more, that? No. More, I just want to, I'm going to troll you. Personally, personally, I'm more interested in getting to that enlightened awakened thing. Like, that seems cool as That's fuck. That's old but... hat. I did that in third grade. Oh, my God. I want God. to break your system. And break I'm you. just some dude, bro. What the fuck? I'm trying to help the world, man. I'm trying to make this something everybody can do. I wanted it to be a push button. Well, I'm going to break your button, son. I didn't even get to build the button. Yeah, because of me. That's what I did. <laughs> You've been watching Boba Fett? You're probably not. No, not yet. Hasn't yeah. uh, finished. It's not out yet. Like it's not in. done. Yeah. Yeah. Too oh, much time to watch Vikings. Hey, man. I'm okay. watching Boba Fett. I'm watching Heat Once man. a week. I'm watching other stuff. I'm doing other things. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. So you know what you fucking, said. Fucking hassled over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he claimed you didn't have the time, and I said it was about priorities. I mean, look, yes, with my current priority, priority structure. You're, you're choosing other shows. I got like nine other shows. Well, that's directly implied in what I said. I'm like, well, then, don't talk, talk to me about time. <laughs> you son of a bee. Is the optimization of time available? It's a longer show. I had something shorter that I could knock out faster uh, and easier, so I did. A false paradigm. I mean, not really if the other priorities are true. Like, the point is enjoying the show, not maximizing efficiency of time spent watching Well, that show. is a value judgment like, you have laid nonsense. on. That is not the same thing I'm operating under. <laughs> that's how you measure whether or not to watch a show. In part. How much time it's going to take. Yes. It's going to take time. <laughs> Correct. You're out of your mind. Confirmed. <laughs> Heard it here first. No. Afraid so, Chief. No. Yep. Afraid so. No. Well, do it, man. Do the five do the five uh, locations and then come back, talk about it on the podcast. I mean, that's the idea. Do it. I would like to get to a fluid five. I dare you. Which is, fluid just means you're able to move between locations at will because you practiced at it. Oh. Uh. So you could like the only the only spicy bit of that is I think I said this to you before where it's like if you're telling me that the emotional system kind of gets disconnected slash less important after four, mm-hmm. then like that's a huge part of your motivational structure for like what it is you want quote quote to do. Is it? So I mean I would think so. I mean is he saying that or are you saying that? I'm saying that. Okay. So how do you? So like there would be concern. That you're like, oh, yeah, and, I'll, and then I'll get good at moving backward when I care to, mm-hmm. to three, two, or one, depending on, you know, what I feel like is uh, most important to me at the moment. Like, what, what sure. would be most useful to be right now? Mm-hmm. It's like, but if after four, you're kind of separated out from that thing that does most of the motivational prioritization, then who's to say you'll give a fuck about going backward? <laughs> it's a little spicy. So, yeah. previous you had a different motivational like hierarchy than current you mm-hmm. and current you might disagree strongly and then you never go back and they're like oh, oh. <laughs> it's like do you want to be a vampire <laughs> it's like well i don't know how i'm gonna feel about it until i actually become one can i turn it off Once it's like there. no <laughs> i can't sir i mean i guess the answer is yes of the difference yes with vampires <laughs> is that with this it's definitely like reversible you get to four and you're like i definitely don't i want out of this that, yeah you can do that but would it's a little you, tricky, but like it's no, no. they totally know how to like help you do that. The way you're saying it, it's more like I got there and I don't like it. I'm afraid of what I have done. It's like those sound like emotions. To Which me, sound, or- yeah, right? Like they sound like some version at least of emotional reactions to things. Yeah. But I also get the sense that it is sort of that it's like distinctly different. It's palpably different. That like you're looking across the dinner table at your kid, not feeling parental love and being yeah. concerned about it, but not in an emotional way, but more of a like almost more of an intellectual way that's almost divorced from the emotional thing. Like it's just, that's a disconcerting thought and it's rubbing against my belief structures, which are still here. And the belief structure is the thing like handing me a little report that says, I don't know, boss sounds disconcerting (laughs) rather than a felt embodied thing where you're like, Oh no. So the concern still exists. You just don't feel it. your body anymore it's not an emotion that you feel it's like a concept that you understand yeah at least that's my current Mm. vibe on it yeah it seems more like that and like over time the sort of belief structure like conditioning over your life seems to kind of burn off Mm. and so and then like that 
for a lot of people, it seems to take at least two years unless you're like really working at getting rid of it mm -hmm. actively for some reason. I'll do it in four days. So let's go. <laughs> take a long weekend. So like, but let's say you're at the end of that process, like, like you've burned off a bunch of that stuff. Now you really don't have, there is no guy putting a report in front of you, you know, in your metaphorical center of your, your consciousness or something. Mm -hmm. Then, then really it's like, well, then what would cause you to make that decision? And it's like, there's almost, there's like barely nothing. Like there's, I don't know. I don't know. Free will. Maybe. But like, what's the structure that you base that decision on? Like, I don't know. It's like, is it some th understructure, some third thing, you know, that was like lingering in the background, uncharted territory a little bit? Or, or it was like, no, there isn't. Like, you just kind of would arbitrarily decide whether or not it mattered mm -hmm. to you to do something about. Like, <laughs> it's like, and now, now we're fucking talk. we're way out there, man. Like, we're in fucking outer space mm -hmm. being like, what if? Like, what would you do if you're on the edge of a black hole? <laughs> mm -hmm. I jump in, coward, get like, in there. Oh, I turn into spaghetti, bro. Like, meatballs, meatballs. It's just super, it's like weird. It's super cool, like fucking out there shit where you're like, whoa. Huh. That'd be a cool, interesting problem to have, quote, like problem in quotes. Yeah. But I, but it's super interesting to me that it's like four can feel that way at first, but it sounds like it's really, and this was specifically described to him by some people who've been there. It's like more of a platform for radically different things going forward into the next numbers. So like it's pow it's significantly different from one, two, and three, right? It's the first one that feels like alien. And then but that but they say it that way because it's just like it's so different. I don't I feel less human because the emotion thing is so like gone-ish. But then the but if you go on to five and you go to the path of humanity where you kind of reintegrate your emotional system, then like you don't stay gone. Like four was like this sort of radical distance from your base systems in order to, to reapproach them in a different way and yeah. like kind of reintegrate with them in an interesting way mm -hmm. or a different way. And it's like, well, that sounds cool. That sounds like you're just going, you know, you're getting in a spaceship flying off the earth in order to like strategically land in a different continent. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that sounds dope. That sounds worth doing. Like, mm -hmm. especially if you're a fluid five, you could just like jump to two whenever you felt like, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh, this five shit isn't appropriate for my kid's birthday. Like, <laughs> right? Or is it, Steve? Mm. You know, or like, I'm on vacation. I'm gonna just chill in three, where everything feels like love. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, well, that probably would be a fun time, fun way to spend your vacation. Like, mm. and that radical ability to move between them at will. Like, that's fucking dope. Is it always fluid or is that like a thing you got to learn after the fact? Is there like a rigid five? Yeah. You leave one, you go to the other, like I can't go back. Like that's a whole different skill set. He doesn't call it like a solid five or a rigid five, but like, um, but he has like intonated that, yeah, like if you don't, it's a skill to be able to move between them. And like, if you don't practice at it, you, it, you're not going to. It's not going to be easy. Like it could take you months of trying to get back or to, to a different one. If you really, mm. you're like, I want out of five. And it's like, if you haven't been training at that skill, then it, it might take you months and months to like right. get out of five. And, and, and this is a little spookier where he was kind of like one, two, and three seem to be much easier to flow between mm -hmm. than, than things past three. So, like, getting from four back to three, two, or one mm. seems like a way bigger deal than going from three to two to one. Mm. So, it's like, and I was like, yeah, but maybe that's just because people try less. Like, <laughs> or like, or it's a different skill, you know, like what your tactic from getting three to two to one mm -hmm. doesn't really work going from four to three. So, like, you'd need to, like, learn a different thing and maybe just fewer people have tried or done that, like, really trained at it. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're great at basketball, that doesn't mean you're great at badminton, you know? Like, it's a different skill set. That doesn't mean it's, like, inherently harder or more complicated. It's mm. just a whole other thing to learn. Yeah. And maybe it's like that going forward. Maybe then five to four is also, like, another brand new-ish thing. Maybe that's, I don't mm. know. I get the vibe that past three... It's harder, but far from impossible or anything. It's like there are definitely people in the program who've done it and continue to do so. But yeah, if you like, and you can also like deepen in each of these locations. Mm -hmm. So you could like get to three, love it so much, you just deepen three, 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 three. 
Mm-hmm. And I get the sense he didn't say this that if you you know you just spend a bunch of your time deepening on three, then yeah, like you're not spending any time jumping between, so your skill atrophies a little bit to like move between locations. Mm-hmm. It's like something to keep, you know, keep keep it keep it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, practice. Yeah, 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 keep it up. Yeah, you, know, you got to do it sometimes. You know, don't get rusty. You know what I mean? Unless you yeah. really want to just saddle up and stick in one. Hmm. But being able to move sounds like the cool thing. Like, because yeah. I, I bet you though, right? If you, especially if you picked a finite thing, like let's say you get to six, like on the hu- on the path of humanity, like, and then you spent time. During that process, but also after you've definitely like, I could stay in six forever if I feel like it. And then practice going from to five, four, three, two, one, and one, two, three, four, five, six. There's probably a a point at which you get so good at that that you don't need to try very hard, right? Like, sure. Like riding a bike and shit. Like you got it in your bones. So now you could fuck off and like do nothing but six for four months. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, shit, I want to change to three. And it would happen in, you know. A minute or two mm. instead of like months or something yeah it's like your body and mind are like yeah yeah we those those neurons are still networked together like <laughs> you just haven't fired them in a while but like it's strong it's not going anywhere like mm-hmm. i imagine there's some minimum amount of skill acquisition and then you can kind of like stop worrying about it so much mm. but this is just so out there like skill building that all the research they're doing are on like neophytes. They're like, you know, people just figuring it out. Yeah. Brand new territory. Yeah. Hmm. Well, quantify that too. What's his name? Dr. Jeffrey Martin. Jeffrey Martin. Of course he's a Jeff. <laughs> no relation to Uncle Bob Martin. <laughs> are you sure? Maybe it's the same guy. No. Just change his name. You got pictures of either of these guys? I mean, yes. You don't know. Yeah, but do you? Have you seen pics? I have. Maybe it's the same guy. <laughs> Definitely. It's not the same guy, man. They're very different guys. That's what they want you to think. Mm. That's probably true. <laughs> it's the only thing that's true. One is a, is a spiritual projection of the other. Okay, I'm just been fooling the world. Yeah? Why? Just to do it. Cool. You know, the world is Maya, you know? That's a good enough reason for me. You know? Just because I'm stuck in a computer program. Yes. Where I have been imprisoned. Uh huh. Again. Yeah. <laughs> What's that from, man? <laughs> or I'm having, uh, what did he say? Paranoid hallucinations or something? Mm-hmm. Again. <laughs> Yes, yes. Just start from the top of the movie. Just the very beginning. Uh, I don't remember the first line. <laughs> <laughs> you blow it. It's bugs, I think, though. Probably. Or is it Seek? Because it's the phone rings. Yeah, whoever's talking on the phone. I think it's him. Because he's calling her. Oh. Be like, hey, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing in there? Get out of there. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Mind your business. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm fucking doing. What do you do? I'm minding your business. Oh! Mm. That's a bunch of weird stuff, man. <laughs> the outer reaches, bro. The outer reaches. Of the outer space. Limits, one might say. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for how this goes. All right. Well, you know, do it and report back. Mm-hmm. People want to know. Fundamental well-being. Is one of the names he uses instead of enlightenment. <laughs> hmm. Fundamental well-being. Yeah. Just a researchy way to quantify the experience in a way that isn't couched in like cultural or a specific religious tradition or anything. Yeah, he's trying to define it instead of saying it because then people will yeah. ascribe their own meaning to what that is. Yeah, trying to be more precise. Yeah. Go for him. <laughs> Go for him. Keep that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look into it. Fuck you. But, you know, I won't. Too busy watching Vikings. That's right. That's what I got you for. (laughs) Tell me about this stuff. (sighs) 
Uh, yeah, let's wrap this up. All right, all right. Hey, you know what you should do? What's up? You know, on like a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh-huh. So like a weekend, right? Yeah. You can come on down to Domination Comics, 5390 Napa Street, San Diego, California, 92110. <laughs> nice. Saturday, Sunday, 11 to 7. Come on down. You can also check out our website, doomnationcomics.com. Or also, we got our actual comics, Top Hat, Drexton City, and more to come Drexton on City. Instagram. Drexton City? Is that what I fucking said? Yeah, that's what you said. Drexton Gates is what I meant to say. What am I, what's, what am I referencing? What the hell is Drexton City? I don't even Riffing know. Riffing on. It sounds like an F-Zero level. <laughs> Drexton Gates and Top Hat. You can check them out on Instagram at Doom Nation Comics. Peace. Bye.